Hi, this is Renee Christensen, author of Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids, and I am here with my friend Anne Marie today, and she's going to talk to us about her family and her child and what she does to disciple him. So, Anne Marie, tell me a little bit about your family, growing up, anything like that you want to share with us. Sure. Um, so, I am wife to Justin and mom to Harrison, who is almost four at this point. Um, and we, yeah, live here and know you from church and have loved that and, uh, just enjoyed being a mom of probably, this will probably be my one unless the Lord has other plans. So, um, just finding creative ways to, to mom him and enjoy him in every little season has been good. And my background, so my family, I am one of four kids. I'm the third of four and we span in age. (laughs) So I think there's how many years? I want to say 13 years from one to, to the, from the youngest to the oldest. Um, so we definitely run the gamut between the four of us and uh, was raised in a Christian household. Um, but what's interesting, I think, is well, interesting. My, well, my mother passed away whenever I was young. So mm-hmm. I don't know if a lot of people know that, even in the circles even that we are in. Um, so she was six whenever she got cancer and died whenever I was seven. And wow. so that's a little bit of my kind of story. Um, it's all weaved in. My dad raised the four of us on his own. Wow. So, yeah. So it's, it's interesting. That's a little bit kind of of my background. And just to, to get an idea, the Lord was really um, good to us to keep us all really close. And that all of us are have grown as adults to be believers and raise mm-hmm. our children to know the Lord and... Um, I'm thankful for that. That's yes. such a huge blessing because that's not always the story. No, it's see. not, especially when there can be grief and one parent and a, a father. I mean, that's that's amazing, you yeah. know? That's yeah. really amazing. Yeah. Not without hardship, but but with, um, I can see God's faithfulness yes. through it all, which is really amazing. Yeah, and our lives will be hard and up and down. And so that probably enabled you to see his faithfulness even early on yeah. from something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I so I knew Jesus from birth in the sense that I had always been told about Jesus. My faith really became mine in college, so I think I had to I had to go through some things, um, and I I think that you know think about the parable of the the sower and just the seeds that I do think that the world kind of became thorns and kind of squelched up a lot of that fire that was originally there as a young child, um, but then. The, the Lord is faithful. That's the best yes. thing I can say is that God is faithful and yes. that he just continued to pursue my heart until I was ready to make him really Lord of my life. And I was about 19 whenever that happened in college. Yes. I think a lot of people at college age go through that, you know, because it has have to become your own. Yeah. I know I was 19 actually, whenever wow. I became, I just realized that, no, I have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Is this truly what I believe? Is this, and it, when it was really, really real to me. Yeah. So I was the yeah. same age. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is a coming of age, <laughs> those college <laughs> years. It really is, for better or worse. <laughs> yeah. And so you um, work, right? Yes, I do. So that's a little bit about my family, too. So my husband and I both work full time. Um, and my little guy is in preschool uh, at the moment, three days a week. And the rest mm-hmm. of the hours that he is not in preschool, we have 
babysitters, <laughs> a revolving door, it feels like. I feel like I'm constantly scheduling babysitters, um, one of which is your daughter. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, and she is a gem. Uh, we love having her. He has so much fun with her. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a little bit of a of a of a juggling match. I feel like in this house, it's we're just juggling schedules, and I work remotely. I work from home, um, so just kind of figure that out. I'm often hungered in my office upstairs with the door shut closed, and my son knows if the door's locked, he can't come in because I'm in a meeting, and just been that way since he was three months old, and I went back to work. So. <laughs> So have you worked at home since he was three months old? Yeah. So I've been working remotely for the better part of the last decade. So, oh, wow. so yeah, it's it's been my norm to work remotely. It was then having to figure out how to work in a baby into that. Yes. <laughs> and now a toddler and, yes. and then preschooler. Because even you're, though you're at home, you're working. So exactly. you can't just be taking care of him. No, yeah. I can't. And that, that's why we you do have to have healthcare throughout the day. So yeah, it's, it's almost like going to work, but thankfully without the commute, my commute's yes. up the stairs. <laughs> and you can probably see, do you, are you ever able to pop out and see him? Thankfully, which is so nice. I, know, um, I would I'm, love that. Oh, such a blessing. And I, and I don't take that for granted that mm-hmm. I do get to come down and often have lunch with him, even if it's just for 20 minutes, it's still, I get to have lunch with him. Yes. And, and that's, I mean, that's unusual for a working mom to be able to do that. So that yes. is a blessing. Oh, it's a huge blessing. So I, things, again, I really don't take it for granted. So mm-hmm. I am a full-time working mom, but it is a slightly atypical situation in that there's no commute involved. Yes. And I do get to see my little guy. He's not in daycare. He's, um, at least half of the day for now, he's here at home. Yeah. So, so I know that it is very important to you that you teach him about God and that you disciple him because that's some, I, you know, how much you love God is very apparent in your day-to-day life. And I know that that's important for you to, as you pass it on to him. Mm-hmm. So as a busy working mom, mm-hmm. what are some ways that you do manage to disciple him and fit those times in, in a, in a busy schedule? Mm-hmm. So I probably noticed like at age two, my little guy has a pretty amazing memory. <laughs> so his memory was, I, I noticed it right off the bat, like, goodness gracious, he was able, even before he could fully pronounce things like um, Asia or Australia or Greenland, he could point them out on a map. He oh, knew wow. where they all were. And I, he's two years old and That's doing amazing. this. Yes. And so he gets it from my husband, not from me <laughs> <laughs> at all. Uh, but he has this amazing memory. And I, I remember just him being literally two, not even two, and thinking, good gracious, this boy has something that I need to um, steward well. Yes. Yeah. And felt very strongly um, from his very young age that he was capable to learn about the Lord and learn about God's word yeah. more than just talking about Jesus and Jesus loves me and singing songs. He was able, I knew that he could um, just start to think about things that were of, of more meat in God's word. So um, yeah. started uh, even before he really could pronounce things. Well, I could, you know, moms can always understand yes. what their kids say. Uh, we started memorizing scripture, which is hard for me because I never really was very good about memorizing mm-hmm. stri- scripture. To this day, I'm not very great it's at it. It's harder when you're a grown-up. It just is. It is. I mean, I, I struggle so much more than I did when I was little. But. Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> and he's just a little sponge in ways that I am not anymore. Um, and so we started... Um, Originally, it was just memorizing just some verses. And I literally Googled, uh, like, what are great verses for toddlers yeah. <laughs> to learn? And they weren't the full passages. Oftentimes, they were snippets of passages. But he was starting to memorize them. And I thought, 
we have to do more. That's There's great. There's more and yeah. that we need to do. So I started doing more on my own, just research of um, and following. There are, there are good uses for some social media accounts. There, I started yeah. following some really good social media accounts. Um, uh, one of them is Abby Wedgworth. She used to be called uh, Gentle Leading, I think, once upon a time. But she is also a mom of littles, and she has some great words of wisdom. And she would start to put, like, advice. Risen Motherhood also has wonderful resources on their their website. So I just started going there. And some of the resources I thought, that maybe is a little little much for a two-year-old or a little much for a three-year-old. But there were others that I thought, those might be good resources. So mm-hmm. um, I started... Um, a while ago, I ordered this, our first set, and I was like, no, I'm going to get serious about discipleship for my little guy. And the one that I ordered is through a company called, not that it's endorsing any particular company, it's just, but this one works well for us. It's called Tiny Theologians. Yes, I love them. them. They are so (laughs) amazing. And they, I started with this set, and we're on a podcast, I'm showing it to to Renee, Um, but it's this little set that it's 30 days. It's um, five different series like where you go through 30 gospel-centered family devotionals but what I love about them is that they're focused on different aspects of the gospel and you go through five days of one and then you move to five days of the next um, and it's for a 30-day time period so what I decided to do was not to be so literal about the 30 days but more take this as I want to do these like at least at least like three to four mornings a week like Mm -hmm. that I felt like that was something that I could do. Yes. You know? And that's still consistent. Yes. You know, it doesn't have to be daily to be consistent. It just has to be a regular something that you're doing. Exactly. And what I loved about these was it's in this, like, hard box set. Like, I'm literally knocking on it. Um, and we kept it on our breakfast table, or which at the time was just our dining room table. And so we would sit down, and I had to feed my child. So as he was eating, when I had a very captive audience. <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, true. Because they're just yes sitting, right? Yes. Like, they're eating. They're fairly quiet as much as yes. toddlers, preschoolers can be. But what I loved about these were they're so short. They're, it's literally a verse, maybe two, a little thought that are, like, maybe two to three sentences that sometimes I have, I have to still to this day kind of massage it. In a way that makes sense more for his age, yes. more age appropriate. Change some of the words yes. to not quite be so big. And then they have two little questions that you can ask your little one. And then a very short little prayer prompt of mm-hmm. what you can do. Literally each card takes us about three minutes. So see, quick, easy, and still doable. Yes. And I, that is one question so many people ask me is how do you get their attention and mealtime is a great way, great especially way. if they're in a high chair. Mm-hmm. And for me, even my little ones, before we went to bed, they were just, as I was reading, they didn't, you know, they wanted to, especially as they got a little older, they knew that that time in the chair with me meant that they were staying up a little later. And so it was amazing <laughs> how much I could get in during that time. Yeah. So those are, those are two times that worked for me for my littles. Oh, yes. So. And this is really where we started. This is where we started. And this has progressed to where now he's almost four. And um, we started adding to that. So in addition, we still do these regularly because I love the fact that we still need to preach the gospel to ourselves mm-hmm. every day. Yes. I need the gospel every day as a yeah. mom and as a wife and just a person. I need the gospel. So I love the fact that we walk. We He's probably been through these so many times. But what I love about it is the more that we go through them, 
the more he starts like asking questions mm-hmm. that you never asked before. Yes. And that's and there's so much beauty in that. Mm-hmm. And of course your heart races because you think as a for most moms feel this way where it's like, I have it's on me to get it right. I have to have the right words. I have to do everything correctly, or he's never gonna know Jesus. <laughs> it's like, no, Jesus calls him to yes, himself. He does. That's right. And that's the amazing thing is that if we're just willing to be used and know we're gonna make mistakes, mm-hmm. we're gonna say things wrong, we're gonna be like, gosh, I I really did a horrible job of trying to explain what that was. But it it's it's trying. We're doing our best based on what we know about the gospel, what we know from God's word. And just trying to let the Holy Spirit lead and help yeah. answer. Um, and you're being consistent. Yes. I think that that is so important. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to be an hour, two hours. It has to be what fits in for your family. Yes. You know? And I do think, too, as you go through these, their understanding increases so much. Oh, yes. And that just, you know, and then he's going to remember them because he gets them so much. That repetition for yes. younger ones helps. Oh, for sure. And then we added... Um, Tiny Theologians also has other card sets that I love. So, like, there's another one of, like, the ABCs of God's attributes. And we're just, we just work through them. And I literally do, like, a card of that and a card of this. And he usually likes to hold one, and he always wants the H for Harrison for his own name. So, he, what's great is he knows that one of the attributes of God is that God is holy because he always holds H. <laughs> um, so, I love the that. The only characteristic that's said three times in a row in the Bible is holy. So See? what a good one to what a good learning. one. Yes, exactly. But we work through these, um, and we kind of do that at the same time. And sometimes he says, no, mommy, I don't want that one. And when I, what I really have learned with discipleship with littles is, for goodness sake, don't push it. <laughs> yes, you want it to be joyful. Yes. You do. It needs yes, to be fun. It and does. And so if he is in a mood, mm-hmm. if it's just not a good morning, sometimes we just put on some praise music. And say, today's going to be praise day. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We're going to pray and praise today. And we're not going to do the cards. And some days he's perfectly fine doing a card. And he tells me what color he wants to do. And we mix it up. And that's fine. And um, and we always make sure to. So I also, another captive audience place. And this was one. It was actually from your book. Um, that I don't know where it was in your book. but Because I read this a while ago. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was um, finding opportunities that makes sense for us that what are some ways that we can incorporate more discipleship into things we're already doing? And um, I think I even told you at one point, it was wanting to redeem time. Mm-hmm. That 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 time is precious. You know, my husband, he loves to nitpick me sometimes and be like, you know what, we're almost a quarter of the way through how many years we have with him at home. And I'm like, you need to stop before I cry. And he does it just to joke and to push my buttons. But I'm like, don't do that. Um, but he, he, we have this limited amount of time with him. I thought, I need to redeem what time I do have. Yeah. And notice one of the things that, um, that we had since that we moved to a new house and now preschool is a 25-minute drive. That's a long drive. That is. With a three-year-old strapped into a car seat. And I was letting him, full confession, watch, like, videos in the car. Like, just, like, I just need a minute. It's early. I've got a long day. I was letting him just watch videos in the yeah. car or listen to music, which there's nothing wrong with listening to praise music in the car. No. But it was, I want to be more intentional about the time that God has given me in a 24-hour time. Where can I redeem time? And that was just a a no-brainer to Mm -hmm. redeem car time. And so I started, um, one of the things that you referenced in your book was listening. 
to the Bible. Yes. And I thought, you know, beyond just reading some verses mm-hmm. with my three-year-old, um, I want scripture soaking into him. And so um, I actually reached out to you. What did you use? <laughs> what app are you using where it's reading to them with music in the background? Because the app that I was using was boring yes. for reading. Um, and so we found you ref- recommended NIV Live. And I, yes. I bought the subscription to it because it's so good. It has music in the background. It's a bit more of dramatic reading. Yes. And what I love about it is, like, even this morning, I wrote this down, um, that my my son, uh, we're in, we right now we're, we're still in Matthew. And what I'll do periodically is they'll read dramatically and periodically, I'll just pause it and say, you know what they're talking about here, Harrison? Because then he's looking out the window, and I don't know if he's listening or not. But, we're, you know, Harrison, this is that story of where um, God went and he he res- he brought back to life the little girl that had died. Isn't that amazing? This is what he's talking about right now because he knows the story. And, and he will chime in sometimes and ask me some questions. But this morning, uh, there was a story about um, where... God said to um, to someone that his his sins were forgiven him at this moment your sins are forgiven you, and they said that he was blaspheming. They called Jesus a blasphemer. They said he was blaspheming. And Harrison pipes up, and I didn't think he was paying any attention. <laughs> was sort of looking out the window. I could see him in the mirror, and he says, "Mommy, what's blaspheming <laughs> at three? You yes. know." And I paused, and we we talked about it. Mm-hmm. And what we were able to do is is reinforce in that moment of like well jesus is god he is he is god they are one and the same they are the same person as god and they didn't believe that and that made him really sad but we know he is god and only god can forgive sins and it's just that and i just we got to preschool and i thought thank you i and just thank God for that time that little by little we've redeemed that 25-minute drive to be intentional and scripture-filled. And when I even don't think he's listening, he's listening. He is, yes. And that my kids, they listen, some of them, not all of them, have listened to the Bible whenever they go to bed at night. And the ones that have, it's crazy the amount of knowledge that they have, especially after they listen to genealogies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they are like, we play this game of a person in the Bible. They can win every time because they can actually guess the. I mean, it's just crazy. But just things like that, that they understand, even if they don't have that understanding, the fact that they're hearing it is something that's becoming more and more familiar. The verses that he's memorizing, whenever they get older, they take on new meaning and new understanding the older you get. But he's got that knowledge in his heart that he's never going to lose because I still remember the verses that I memorized when I was two and three. Mm -hmm. My mom made me memorize hundreds of verses Mm -hmm. and chapters, not hundreds of chapters, but chapters in the Bible. Those are the ones that I remember. Mm -hmm. With my discipleship groups, I memorize one verse a week. Mm -hmm. And it's great, and I'm meditating on it, but I don't, and it does come to mind. It's just, I don't know, it's much harder to say it back. To recall. It just is. You know, Mm -hmm. the ones that, that I was Memorized as a child, they're just, I mean, on the tip of my tongue, I can just say them so quickly. Yeah, they're and there. So, yeah. and, that's, and that's my prayer is that little by little, these verses that we've worked on since childhood. And now um, he goes to Awana every week. So it's through church. And so now it's shifted where I was Googling good verses. And now it's, oh, this is the verse <laughs> for this week. <laughs> and we were doing one verse a week. It wasn't anything crazy. It was just one yeah. verse a week. And I have a, 
a marker board on the refrigerator that's on the side, and I literally just write it on the marker board so that because I'm not very good at scripture memory, that helps me. It that does. Helps me. It does. He usually memorizes the verses way faster than I do. Yes. Way faster. Yes. He knows it really quick, and I'm like, I, what was that mm-hmm. reference again? And he'll tell me what the reference is because I can't remember it, but he does. Yes. And so now we do the Awana verses, and that helps for every week. Um, and we do so I'm trying some of the other things that we do with him um, for discipleship. Um, the big thing, too, is right now he's at an age where I, I still get to control his library. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, and I don't – I'm not taking that for granted. It's right now I get to control his library. Mm-hmm. And so I choose to fill his library with stories that are – based in scripture and um there are some great ones that that we've gotten um along the way just honestly there's there's various different ones like i could list them all or if you want to put them in show notes you're welcome i'm to going do to put that. them in show notes because <laughs> yeah, yes. no, i, I have a lot have, of them these are great uh, um yeah, yeah. it's like sally lloyd jones has some that are yes she has the jesus storybook bible um jesus storybook bible i think is amazing but it is verbose yes And I do think that now, finally, he's at an age where now he really enjoys it. But it's only even been in the last couple of months that the Jesus Storybook Bible has kind of resurfaced. He would get very distracted and bored because Mm -hmm. I need to turn more pages. But I love Sally Lloyd-Jones wrote some children's board books that are snippets from the Jesus Storybook Bible that she expanded. And she put more images so there's one that's like on Psalm 23 called Found, another one called Loved that's on the Lord's Prayer, and there are, there are more. And then also some very colorful books. Um, the Good Book Company produced a lot of various books, like this one that I'm holding is called The Prisoner, the Earthquake, and the Midnight Song. Harrison loves it, and it's about Paul and Silas um, praising and telling the gospel mm-hmm. to prisoners in prison, and and it's and he can basically read the whole book, and I love that, and. So I get to control his library, and this is a good age. So for any moms of littles, like, I really encourage you, it is not a waste of your money. Or if you need to go mm-hmm. to the library, it is not a waste no. to invest in good quality books mm-hmm. that your children enjoy reading, that ask you to read them because they're so good. And so do we have some Llama Llama books? Yes. But we, I also am very intentional about our library to try to fill it with books that I know he's really going to, um, to get more of God's word Mm -hmm. into him, even if it's in a storybook form. Yes. And I think that whenever they have the pictures, they just stay with them at this age so much better. Oh yes. Whenever they're having the, I just think it's really important. I think it's important that they're biblically accurate. And that they the look at the pictures whenever you choose a book, yes. because I think that you can also lead kids astray mm-hmm. whenever the stories don't match the pictures because the picture is what they see first. Yes. So I just think it's really important. Oh yes, and there um, there's another one I do really like, and it is more picture based. And it's um, so there's the Jesus Storybook Bible that I love, and I think most people talk about that. But honestly, as a very little one, as a toddler, the Read to Me Bible. It's very cartoonish, mm-hmm. but um, it it's captivating. The pictures are very captivating, and they there are less words on a page, so we're able to get more stories in. So I feel like he's learned. We've read through all of that. He's learned so many of the stories that now we're able to expand. Yes, because you've got that foundation that yes. you've built. Yes, exactly. And he we can listen to 
something in the car of God, Christ actually speaking yes. his words from the Bible. And I can pause it and say, remember Harrison, this is this story from your book. And he knows yes. what that is. And we can talk about and it. And even young kids, like you're saying, they can listen to the Bible and enjoy it. Yes. And get something out of it. Yes. I mean, they really can. We, we just don't give kids enough credit oh, for yes. what they're able to do and what they're yes. able to hear and listen to. And under, even if they don't understand all of it, you're making it more familiar to them. Yeah. Yeah. And there are parts that they're going to understand. Yes, exactly. Um, the big thing too, that, you know, you asked about what do we do with discipleship? Um, so these are just resources and tools, but the other thing that I think is really, really critical is, um, when he asks me a question, I answer him honestly, mm-hmm. even if I'm thinking to myself in that moment, he is not going to understand this. And to your point, yes, they, they, we don't give them enough credit, number mm-hmm. one. Oftentimes they do understand more than what we think. Um, the second thing is even if he doesn't understand it right now, he will make those connections. I'm helping him, if I explain him the truth from the gospel right now, even if it's in words he doesn't fully understand, it is the beginning of connecting dots that he will continue to connect the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And they it's laying that base, that foundation that he'll have an aha moment about it later. Yes. And yes. that's okay. It so is. Mm-hmm. he, you know, used to ask me because my mother did pass when I was young. I have this um, beautiful painting that my dad did of her pregnant with me uh, whenever I was in her room. And I, I have it in his nursery, in his room. And he would ask me sometimes like, Oh, but where, where is your mommy? And I would tell her she's, she's in Jesus with Jesus in heaven because she loved him and believed in him. And it wasn't until honestly this Easter season, which is a week ago, um, he started asking me questions about like the, the other, the men on the cross and that were with Jesus. And one, Jesus told him that he would see him this day in paradise. Yeah. And because he believed that Jesus, he didn't have all the knowledge. He didn't know everything, Mm -hmm. but he believed that he was the son of God, that I could put my trust in this man. Yes. And the other man did not. And we never even really talked about the other man because I'll be honest, like talking to a three-year-old about the concept of hell is a really stressful thing to think about. (laughs) It is. (laughs) It is. Um, And, but he, he asked me, what about the other man? Did he not believe? And I said, no, he, he didn't believe. And we had, we had a conversation, a very real conversation that I wondered, who is this too much? Where I started to talk about hell. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, you have to talk about hell. And we don't like talking about hell to three-year-olds. Yeah. We don't. And I, and I don't think every three-year-old, should, we should tell them all about hellfire and brimstone. I, I made it age appropriate, I think, I, I you did the best you could. I did the best I could. I asked, I was was like silent praying, Lord intercede with for me because I don't know how to do this correctly. But it was, I wasn't, it wasn't all about hellfire and brimstone. It was more about that's not, God is not there. Yes. His presence is not there. Mm -hmm. And it's a really sad, really dark place to be. But heaven is with Jesus and it's joyful because he is there. And so it's more of the comparison of the wonder that yes. is heaven yeah. and the distance that is hell. But he, now even in his play, he's processing, he's processing that. And he even said like, 
you don't believe in Jesus, you are going to go to hell. And that was a very, very rough thing as a mom to hear this morning as from in the background of my three-year-old using the word hell. And we had another conversation about, well, sweetheart, that's <laughs> maybe that's not the best thing to say. But it was, he's processing it. Yes. He's making connections that he will continue to make over time. So that's one um, encouragement as part of discipleship is when they ask, answer honestly because we also should be their source of truth. Yes, we have to be willing to answer the hard questions. And they only get harder as they get older. Yeah. And I want my children to ask me those questions. Yes. I don't want them to go somewhere else. I don't want them to find them somewhere else. I want them to know that anything, I want them to come and ask me. Yes. I don't want them to think that there's something I'm not willing to talk to them about. No. Because if they've got a question, they're going to find the answer somewhere. And I want it to be in God's word with me. I mean, I want to be yeah. guiding them. Absolutely. In those ways. Yeah. Absolutely. And that you're exactly right. These will only continue. Mm-hmm. They're only going to continue. And I always want him to know, my mommy and daddy tell me the truth. Yes. Honestly, nothing, the, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, right? Yeah. And it's it's soaked in scripture. This is what God says. Yeah. Um, and that, if he can bank on that from three years old up, two years old, however old we started all of this, that he he can know that, hopefully, Lord willing, he can know that at 16 and 18 and so on. Yeah. Those were really good tips. Um, do you have any more for us in oh, that section, or are we goodness. moving on to the next no, part? Um, the other one is music. Um, yes. So, which I, I, that was one of my discipleship, but I think you wanted to talk about music, and I'm excited about that too. Yes. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Anne Marie loves to sing, and Harrison does as well. Does. So, how do you incorporate music? Because I know that there's many people that love music, and I think that it's actually really important the songs and the type of songs that we all listen to because songs that I heard as a teenager, I still remember. Songs I heard as a kid, I still remember. You know, it just sticks with us. There's a reason that whenever I really want to learn something, I'll still put it to music, it's you know, true. because that it just it comes to me so naturally again. And so I just think it is really important. So how do y'all incorporate music? Music is huge for us. I've been singing for years. It's not like a frog these days. This pollen is driving me up the wall and I can't figure out what the temperature is. So I'm like, <laughs> my voice is, is funky, but I do love to sing. And, um, and even in the womb, he used to kick like crazy whenever I would be on the worship team and the drums would start going. And <laughs> he was very excited. Um, but so the one big thing is with music, saturating him in good quality music from a young age. Uh, he was a baby and I was not one to put on, um, really synthetic, fun, funky kid songs that, yes, is there value in Jesus Loves Me? Yes, there is value in Jesus Loves Me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. But there's also value in hymns and in psalms that are put to music that, like you're saying, they're soaked in Scripture. These are are directly from Scripture put to music in a beautiful way that we remember and we recall music in ways that we just don't recall sometimes scripture. Yes. I'm not good about scripture memory. You put something to music and I and can. And you can. I can. Yes. And so that, I thought, well, if that's how I learn, I'm just going to do that for him too. And it's not just for, for him, it's for me. And so we listen to a lot of Shane and Shane, City of Light. <laughs> uh, basically, um, even, even some that are like Ellie Holcomb, just a little bit. Um, more truth-filled, but even if they're not always filled with scripture. But I do love the ones that are more scripture-based, and I, and a lot of the hymns. That to me is really a, a big one. Um, and reinforcing, we we often will play again 
a lot of the songs that we just heard at church on Sunday morning so that he gets a chance. And I'm on the worship team so and in choir, so that's helpful that I can actually listen to the songs we're going to be singing on Sunday morning. We play them during, in the car on the way home from preschool or if we're going to the grocery store. I'll play them in the car so that he can go ahead and start hearing the music, hearing the words, even before we get to church. And he can be an active participant in the worship, um, which I think is is important. That sometimes there are some normal routines that I think it is appropriate and good. Scripture shows us that the even the Hebrews, they would teach their young ones how to sing the, their songs in their comings and their goings, and it was yes. part of their norm. It's, we have to teach our little ones that what it means to come to church and be an active participant in worship as well. Yes, and worship is so important. Yes. And then you're teaching them that at home. You're teaching them that throughout the day yeah. when you're doing your praise time. Yes, and we make it fun. Um, sometimes if, if a more fun song comes comes on, we'll, we'll dance to it. I don't mind. So we're in, the, we're in the living room. We're dancing, and he'll sometimes grab a dishcloth and wave it around, and, and we'll dance and have fun to some songs. Um, and also kids' music. So... I don't love a lot of really annoying. I think every mom that's going to listen, if you're about to spit your tea, you know what I'm talking about. There are some really obnoxious, obnoxious. Yes, there are. Yes. And I, I like, just, please don't ever play it. Don't please. let them start liking that. <laughs> determined, determined from babyhood that no, that will not be played in my house. I mean, I don't want this to you. To your yes. point, I didn't want him to get hooked on that. No. So the the best that I, um, closest to kids songs that we, we do, I love Slugs and Bugs. Me too. Yes. We do Slugs and Bugs, do, yes. And his Sing the Bible mm-hmm. uh, volume. That's, yes, because it's the scripture, it's yes. scripture. And yes. I memorize so much scripture yes. through these songs, and he does too. He'll sit in the back seat, and he knows them. And I love that. I love that. And I think to myself, you know, he'll be 20 years old. And in the shower, and this random um, song from Slugs and Bugs is going to come to mind. Yes. And he won't be able to get it out of yes. his head for the whole day. And or I he's love gonna that. Be making a, he's going to be making a decision someday. Yeah. The Holy Spirit will bring that verse to mind to show him which direction to yes. go. I mean, I, yeah. yeah, that's what God does for me. It's what he's going to do for our kids through yeah. that faithfulness. Well, thank you so much, Anne-Marie. Oh, this was so, so incredibly helpful, and I just love the practical tips that you gave. I'm going to put these in the show notes so that anybody that's interested in these resources, you'll be able to find those and look into getting them. And even if you don't have a huge book budget, look at it, pray about it, see what, what ways you might be able to add those mm-hmm. into your life. And like she said, even just using online resources to get yeah. different ideas, that's a free way that you can do some of this as well. So thank you again. Oh, I really so appreciate welcome. it. This is such a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. I wanted to also let you know that we have another podcast, Walking Through Paul's Letters, where each day, Monday through Saturday, we get, read a chapter in one of Paul's letters and talk about how we can apply it to our lives. So if you get a chance, head on over and check out that podcast as well, Walking Through Paul's Letters.